0: Welcome! You're listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams, here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. <laughs> Kevin Jack, so glad to be here with you. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday morning. And uh, you can find us on YouTube or any of the, your favorite podcast platforms. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and get that automatically developed.
1: developed developed. delivered podcast platform podcast platform podcast platform
0: delivered every Wednesday also share this with a friend on Facebook YouTube and Instagram, and rate and review on Apple Podcasts. I know we say that all the time, but it really does make a difference. Uh, all you have to do is just put a, a, a review in there and hit that rate button. And it really does help get this in the hands of so many more leaders like you. Also, visit leadinghope.online to get updates. Find out more about the Leading Hope community. Kevin, we're finishing out the Elevated Leadership series today. It's the fourth installment. Today, you've entitled this episode 126, get Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get it out of here.
1: So in Done. this series, <laughs> in. Uh, this series is the last part, and we've talked all about how to like make the leap, how to make a jump, how to lead at a much higher level, not just a small improvement. And we've talked through, oh, what was it, episode 124 was on things that need to be improved and identifying those because it's not everything at once. It's key factors with momentum. Uh, we talked last episode, episode 125 on Uh, simplifying in order to clarify that as less people are in the know what is in the know needs to become less today we're talking about what needs to be eliminated what you need to get rid of and the typical comment within this conversation is do what only you can do and that is helpful from a task-based focus but it is much broader than that. And our idea behind this entire series is that in order to make the leap to a higher level is tricky. It's not simple. There's a lot of things that go into it. We have not covered in this series, all the things that need to be covered in order to make the leap. I, I say that just not not for your frustration, but that so you'll know, like, hey, there is so much to learn. There is so much to grasp. I don't want you to ever get stuck behind a mentality that says i can't get there and that because i i did the one thing they said and it still didn't help because it's complicated we trust that you can figure it out if we can be a part of figuring it out you can be a part of figuring it out but we want to be able to walk through this and what it looks like so today what needs to be eliminated a more robust understanding of what needs to be eliminated than simply do what only you can do. And so V, I want to talk through three categories. When I finish each category, feel free to stop me in whatever's there. Anything you want to comment on, I'll throw it back to you. Okay. Sounds good to me. So first thing in terms of get rid of, get rid of authority. Get rid of authority. If you want to make the leap and lead at a higher level. You need to get rid of authority, not tasks, but authority, decision-making power. The ability for someone to say, here is the bullseye you need to hit change things within these parameters that's kind of an important piece because it's not a change whatever you need to change in order to get there there's there's lanes that we need to run in but you need to give away that authority that clear level of decision-making power for people to do what they need to do uh craig rochelle famously said it like this as soon as someone can do something 80 percent as well as you can do it you need to hand it to them so that you can go do something else 80%. The point, there will always be a drop in quality when you hand things off at first. But over time, that quality will increase because they're able to be more focused on it than you ever were. So the kind of hinge point for that baton pass in this relay race is 80%. Um, An easier way to grasp it, maybe functional, not just authority, is you're giving away control. Maybe that's the most helpful way that I can say this, is to say you're not just giving away authority, you're giving away control, (laughs) because when you give away that control over the process. You you have already clearly defined the outcome because you're a good leader and you didn't just say, go do this. You've defined what it needs to look like at the end of the day. But then you give away control over the process and the means with which they use to pursue that outcome. Give,
0: right. uh, yeah, uh, and that Grouchel's even gone down to like 70. Yeah, he keeps dropping. He keeps dropping, which is always funny, right? But the point is still the same, right? That they're not going to do it exactly like you do, but they're going to do it to the point of which they will get better over time. The thing that I would ask you uh on that one just to clarify is when you say get rid of authority, you're pointing people to the outcome. This is the outcome we expect. And you're not over, you're not taking control of the how. You're let you releasing the control of how. Yes. you there. So they can they they don't they don't
1: get to determine the outcome. They get yeah. to determine how they create the outcome. Yep, good rephrase. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like that. Uh, second thing, okay, three things you need to get rid of. Second thing you need to get rid of is you need to get rid of accessibility. If you're going to make a level jump, you need to get rid of accessibility. Now, I, I want to be really cautious on this because some of you already logged off because you don't like this idea because you don't like it about the leader who is leading you in this moment, but I want to be really clear on what's happening. Uh, The reason as a leader why you need to get rid of accessibility is you get rid of accessibility so you can be more proactive and initiate your time instead of being responsive. Uh, You're not getting rid of accessibility so you can sit around and do nothing. (laughs) You're getting rid of accessibility so you're not in defense all the time because as you level up in leadership, you should be playing more offense with your time and initiating your time. Now, this is, man, this is the most important thing I could say on this. You get rid of, you release accessibility as it is necessary, not as it is desired. And this is so important because, like if you're going to lead at a large organization, you cannot be accessible to absolutely everyone. Nope. But if you're going to lead at a very small organization right now, like I don't mean like your desire in the future, but where you currently are, you need to be accessible. And what I continuously see is I see people who have high ambitions. I would even say it as selfish ambitions for their leadership impact and not care for the people that they're leading and care for the mission, that they want to become as inaccessible as possible early on. And I just want to say, like, that's just wrong. (laughs) Not only is it unhealthy and unhelpful, it's actually wrong because it shows you care far more about your status than you do the people who are on your team and how you're leading them well. You release accessibility because it is actually the best thing for your team. And for the organization to move forward not because you want to be upping your ivory tower doing whatever you want to do <laughs> in, insulated from all the problems i like that phrase ivory tower, I'd, 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 I'd tower. just uh, to be clear real quick on this one um
0: First of all, are you using accessibility and availability differently? No. Okay, so it's the same thing. Yeah. Cool. And uh, I think that's helpful for anyone listening. And then the other part of that is you've said you need to know what rooms you need to be in and what not, and that could include that can include groups or individuals. Yeah. It's it. You need to know, and you've said that multiple times. There's multiple uh, episodes we've done on that, and that's basically what you're talking about.
1: And I would say this, like, I think this is maybe an important other nuance in this is to go, I can be absent and still accessible. Yeah. I don't have to be in the meeting in the room because I'm releasing authority. Right. Right. But I'm still accessible if I'm needed. I'm still accessible relationally. Gotcha. I'm available. Um, You can't do this second one until you've done the first one. That's good. If you're trying to become inaccessible, but you're still holding on to all the control, this is a disaster (laughs) waiting to happen. That's really good. The the piece of accessibility can only happen as you get rid of authority. Good Good note. Now, the most important one, okay? And this is the one that everybody misses, and it's it may not make the biggest difference. Uh, to me, this is the difference between healthy leadership and unhealthy leadership. Uh, the original, which we don't say it enough, this is like poor cultural values within the Leading Hope podcast. <laughs> is uh, so here we go. Self-incrimination on it. is the idea was to say your leadership is going to have an impact. If you're leading, your influence is going to have an impact. You can either lead people towards hope or towards despair. We want to help you lead them towards hope. Yeah. Okay. That is the idea why we started this of healthy leadership, healthy, effective leadership. Now, you can increase your influence and increase your impact and not do this last one. You can become completely inaccessible from everyone and get rid of all control and authority and things will happen. But I think this is the one that matters most that really is the mark of how healthy, how good in terms of like quality of a leader you are. And that is you have to get rid of credit. Mm. You have to get rid of the applause. If you're going to level up, It is not just your accessibility that needs to go away some. It is not just the control that needs to go into the proper channels so that those who are best positioned to make those decisions can make those decisions. But you have to get rid of the credit along the way. If you want to build a great organization and not a cult of personality, you have to get rid of credit. And so it becomes this question, who are the heroes? Who are the people that are continuously celebrated? Who are the people that are lifted up? Then when we go, we did what we did because of this person or these people. And if it's all within that CEO, president, senior pastor, whatever that is position, that's not a good thing. And I wholeheartedly believe that that needs to be, the credit for what is happening needs to be driven, not just control, not just authority, the credit needs to be driven as deep into the organization as it possibly can. So uh, a couple of years ago, I had a conversation with a guy who was going to our church and uh, he saw uh, this thing that a staff member had done. It was incredible. And uh, seriously, they had a project, they did a great job. It looked fantastic. It communicated values. It was incredible. And they said, you should celebrate this from the stage. I said, I won't. (laughs) They said, why on earth won't you? (laughs) And it was, I kind of had a lead in, I'll be honest with you. Like I kind of knew where the, I said, I won't, why won't you? I said, because in our organization, it is the person who serves regularly, who doesn't get a paycheck, who's the hero. And if I start celebrating the people who get a paycheck, then everybody wants to be the person who gets a paycheck. And that is not where the credit needs to lie, Yeah, because we are already thanked. I'm I'm not saying I never thank our team, I'm not saying I never thank people who get a paycheck, but I'm saying publicly, like that is not where I'm going to let the credit lie. I wanna drive it deeper than that. Right. And so I can't celebrate this, because if I celebrate this, all of a sudden I change that and I let that credit that celebration move upward that's good and I'm unwilling to do that and I, I just think it's this piece like this one more than all of them people will talk about you need to reduce your accessibility people will talk about you need to reduce your control you need to drive that authority deeper I don't hear anyone talking about saying quit celebrating yourself yeah if I could say like um, uh, I don't know how to say this, and it doesn't sound uh, egotistical. Okay, say it. So this is like, um, I don't get thanked a lot. Yeah. Like, there's some cultures where the pastor is held in super high honor. Right. And it's just like, it is constant celebration, constant thanks. Um, I, I don't get thanked a lot. Yeah. And I want it that way. Like that is a mark of what I want to do as a leader. Right. Cause I want people to be celebrating others. And that is worth it to me. And some people are like, they need that constant affirmation. They need that constant thanks. I want the impact. Oh, this is good. This is and, good. And and I want the people who are in our church to know it is you who is moving it forward. And it can't be it can't be like both of us. Right. It needs to be you for you to be able to take hold of what God is doing. Yeah,
0: that's a a super powerful note. Uh, Let's just start there for a second. Uh, They get rid of credit because of that culture uh, that you're not being thanked on the daily or the weekly uh, individually for the things that you've either started or put forward or started in motion is created uh, 672 or whatever we're at, uh, volunteers. Yeah. Right. A, 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 if you were being thanked by people every week for this or that, they would now expect you to continue to be at a paid position to do all the things yes. that a nonprofit organization cannot do yeah. on its own. It needs an engine of people who are collectively moving in the same direction. And yeah. so because of that, getting rid of the credit has driven a volunteer culture. Yeah. Right, because if if I can pay somebody to do it, yeah, whatever it is, right, then I don't have to. Yep, it's the same reason. Well, I'm not gonna go there. Um, but th- th- there's a number of things that it, no, absolutely, and that's what that does, and we don't see that. We're like, no, I created it. I, you know, I should get it. Yeah, you know, good job, buddy. Uh, you know, but yeah. that's not what the point is. You create it so other people can take it.
1: Um, and and I would say there's like the there is this like I am aware. Uh, This is going to sound bad as well, but whatever. Uh, I am aware of the things that I've created that people had no idea my role in the process and I got no credit for. I'm aware. Right. But I don't care. No. like I've chosen not to make that. And and I think the thing that might happen is somebody's trying to reduce accessibility without getting rid of authority and no one will take that authority because they haven't gotten rid of the credit as well. And like these things work together. I want you to see like, it is really important. The order is, there is a definitive order to what you need to get rid of. Get rid of credit first. Then you can start pushing authority out to others and then you'll reduce accessibility. You just mm-hmm. discovered that, didn't you? <laughs> no, I'm just the order the order that they're in. No, I knew that. <laughs> I know, nah, no. I, that I'm <laughs> joking. That. Um, but, but I say I, I see people run the opposite order. Yeah, yeah. They try to it, reduce accessibility yes. and then remove authority and then still hold on to yeah. the credit and they wonder why that's, it's a disaster. That's it. And they go no no no, there's an order. Credit, then authority, then accessibility.
0: Yeah, and the church is uniquely positioned to easily give away credit. Yes. For obvious reasons. My goodness. Yes. Like like why are we holding on to what God has gifted us? Yeah. Like well, it's not ours. I mean, we say it all the time, the glory goes to God, right? Mm-hmm. And I hope we believe it when we say it. Like the glory doesn't go to VJ for anything. I would get yeah. no glory from it. There's 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 nothing. No, I get to be blessed by it. Difference. Yeah. Absolutely. But the glory is not mine. The credit is not mine. I don't you know, the ideas and thoughts that come into my head were given to me somehow. Yeah. You know, God's always present in doing those things. So that's
1: the power in it. And if I could like um, coming out of a situation where we went through a recent transition from Be Hope Church, which is still sad and hard and all those other things. But as we're as we're walking out of that piece to say uh, the most common response that I heard from people is we're sad to see you go. But we're excited to see what god is doing in your life and here yes if i would have held on to credit that that second part wouldn't have happened nope we're sad to see you go and we're excited to see what god's doing in your life but clearly our best days are behind us yeah but and, and that's not an accident like to understand that like and it's not like hear me clearly i'm not lying right when i'm saying the credit doesn't belong with me like i set it up to empower it but but that's it. Right. Like then it lived in the lives of the people who took hold of it, who committed their ideas and resources and energy and relationship capital and financial capital to actually make it function. function. Credit rightly resides with them, yeah. not me. And so it's not like a you need to push out credit and it's a lie. It's true. Yeah. It's not about you. Yeah. But when you push it out, it's so much better in the long run and in the short run. That's so powerful. We've got a few minutes left and
0: I wanna just, so we've talked about all the things, I mean, obviously getting rid of credit, top top of the yeah. list. Uh, get rid of the uh, uh, accessibility and getting rid of authority. Here's the question. Once as a leader has actually done these three things,
1: yeah. successfully, kay. what can they expect to happen? what can they expect to, happen, to yeah, happen when they're in that spot now
0: in the good in on the other side of it now it takes a lot to get there right like yeah. you've got to do a lot of work yeah but once you've done it what can they expect to cease to start happening oh. in their organization what can they expect to see that's different than where they're at now what can they look forward to that's going to be something that they're
1: excited about yeah Uh, First off is you have time to do new things Yes And and you go well I don't even know what to do Well the reason why you don't know what to do Is because you don't have the time to picture What you need to do Yes. And people are like why would I pass it off To do what I promise you, you'll figure it out. Yes. There's stuff that's there for you to figure it out. The other thing is you, like the massive benefit is you build something that lasts. Yeah. You build something that lasts beyond yourself. Like, I don't know anyone who is sane, who as a leader says, I want it to crumble and fail when I go. Like, that is not the goal. Right. That's not the desire in any way. And you get to watch it last and live beyond you, which is man, all the reward that you could need. And I think that's so powerful because I know that there's times in
0: my life when I haven't given up some of these things, right, that I'm holding on to one or two of these things, and I wonder why my mind doesn't have the ability to comprehend things outside yeah. of what I'm dealing with day-to-day, week-to-week, right, Sunday's yep. always coming thing. But once you start doing this, all of a sudden you have now opened up possibilities that God can give you to work on that you never had the ability or the time to do before. It's good. It's credible. Oh, it's that's an incredible good thing.
1: That's it. Let's wrap this up. Uh, 126. Get rid of it. If you're going to level up in your leadership, you need to get rid of authority, accessibility, and credit, but in a different order. You need to get rid of credit. And then authority and then accessibility
0: oh such a fun episode thank you so much for joining us today if you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed to mean the world to us if you did that right now. Also post about it, uh, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You won't believe a few extra minutes will help us get this podcast in many more leaders' hands, just like yours. Uh, Share it with your teams as well. And we love hearing your stories, how the podcast is working in your life or business or both. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online and send that to us. We'd love to hear from you. And remember, everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make
1: it Help!
0: I was waiting for you to do that.
1: Sorry.